Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, greetings. Welcome in on a Wednesday morning, July 12th, 2023. Glad to have you uh, with us. And we are jumping right into a active weather situation for our listening area. Now, right now, we've got 75 degrees in clear in the capital city. Uh, But if you're to the north of where we are right now in Midtown Lincoln, you may start uh, to see the... uh, beginning salvo of a system that is coming in right now and we just uh, a couple of minutes ago while we were doing commercial break got an additional tor- uh not tornado i'm sorry thunderstorm warning don't worry thunderstorm warning um that is in here i'll just and and now i just got another one here that that went okay caleb let's uh no that's still the original one no nope, yeah so that, that's the one that so, came in during news. so give me uh and we're just kind of scrambling here because we're just getting these here all at once do you have the details on the thunderstorm warning that just came out uh you're talking to me yeah i yeah, I, I was talking to caleb but anybody who has it in front of them right uh, now yes severe thunderstorm warning and it does include all of lancaster county at 6.05, severe thunderstorms located along the line from two miles east of uh, Utah near Logan and uh, then down to Utah. And moving southeast at 65 miles an hour. They've actually slowed down about an hour ago. They were moving southeast at 80. Jeez. Uh, 70 mile per hour wind gusts are in this. Uh, that, of course, bring uh, tree damage, that type of thing. So here's the expected uh, timeline 6.15 around Papillion, Louisville. Um, off at Air Force Base, Lincoln Airport, around 625. Okay, so right as we're finishing this segment up, we're going to let it come here while we're uh, while we're doing this, and here we go. Now, it, winds are winds. Mark seem to be the big story with this so far. Correct. That's right. what you Seven, have referenced. But 75 mile per hour gusts are possible. Observed winds have already been reported at 70. Okay. All right, yeah. That's, so, that's the latest that came out just a couple of minutes ago. I, I'm just trying to see what other reports we've had from uh, from the course of this, but you've got some people talking about just, um, they almost said it looked like the early stages of a derecho, the winds were so significant here 25 minutes ago. I saw that. Um, but in some of the areas that were uh, with this same source storm system further to the north, Uh, Further to the north and actually further to the east a little bit, winds over 70 miles an hour were common north of the Omaha metro with this same system as well. And so, again, that's what we're that's what we're looking at. There also have been it looks like there's been some rotation in some of these. But again, this is not this is not a tornado warning. This is not a thunderstorm or excuse me. This is not a tornado watch right now. This is a thunderstorm warning here at this point. But it's straight line winds. Right, and the the bigger picture is a thunderstorm watch until 9 this morning. So these are warnings in that area. These things are really, and as my uh, grandpa used to say, these things are in whoopee gear this morning. <laughs> they uh, they were up around Columbus, north of Fremont, 30, 35 minutes ago. Now they're in Lancaster County already. 
So, uh, I, I, I mean, it goes without saying that we're shortly away from just having some real significant winds come through where our listening area is right now, most of it at least, including the city of Lincoln. So if you've got an umbrella up on your deck, if you've got anything loose on the back deck, I mean, we're talking numbers, Mark, that are going to blow chairs, tables, those sorts of things outside if you've got anything flower loose here at this point. Yeah, even even flower art. points. So you probably got, you know, you probably got maybe, depending on what part of the city that you're in, you may have 10, 10 15 minutes max to be able to adjust those things right now so that you're not getting things broken uh, or losing things here at this point. If you've got stuff laying around the yard, your kids' stuff, your trash cans, those sorts of things, you got just a little bit now to take care of that. Yep. Uh, all right. Anything else that we've got on that? Caleb, you look like you've got the radar pulled up here. What are you seeing on the just on the radar? And is that line the... The, uh, so, so the yellow line that you see, and I, I, I shared this to the KLI on Twitter as well. If anyone's okay. interested in what that image is, because we're a super visual medium here on radio. Yeah. Um, but if you do pull up that picture, and for Jack here in the studio, that yellow line that is the warning area. Okay. So it goes to south of Lincoln and covers what I would say seventy five percent of the county. So the it's actual the, the very... extreme south part of the county is not in this one. Correct. They very well could be in a future one though. Absolutely, yeah. it's because the way this thing is there moving. is so much red on that curve of a line moving across. The Which state. right now, and that is going through what like just came out of Wahoo is is entering into Omaha as well at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Am I seeing the right spots on the map? I'm yeah. I don't. It's not completely labeled, but I guess I've got Channel Eight on up here too, as well, where you can see that. So there are so many uh, warnings and watches overlaid each other on this map. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they're really they're well, awesome. and it's, crazy. It's, it's because the the storm the the heaviest part of the storm when these winds are really firing up when you look at a radar it kind of looks like a a bit of a backward j right now uh extending up from northwest iowa down through the east central part of the state and with that part of that j you can you can kind of understand the very lowest part of it is what's about to go through lincoln and then the part where it's curving up is about to go through omaha and then like i said it's going up through um, that northwest part of of the Hawkeye State. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what we've got right now. Uh, I'm I'm especially curious if any of our listeners are north of Lincoln, North Lancaster County. Uh, let us give us give us some forewarning here on what you're I've saying. I've got friends here. up in the Omaha area, and they are saying lightning a plenty, lightning a plenty with this as well. All right, uh, yeah. So this is uh, this is something that's going to be and, and Mark, as you said slowed down a little but still moving pretty quickly <laughs> overall so it, it, the way that the radar looks this it's going to be we're going to go from zero to 60 pretty quickly with this thing uh, because the front edge of this is where it gets severe pretty quickly with the high winds with the lightning uh, with some precipitation that goes along with it as well and then we'll probably have some precip- precipitation hang around after it but not of the severe variety is what the radar is looking right now yeah that National Weather Service in Omaha just put out uh, at their office in Valley, and that's right in the area where this is coming into now, kind of where we're, where we'll be here in Midtown Lincoln in maybe 10 minutes, uh, 71 mile an hour winds right now and that from the National Weather Service in Omaha is where they're at. So, like I said, if you've got anything, if you've got anything at all that is uh, 
is is not affixed to the ground and you don't want blowing around, now is probably the time here uh, as quickly as you can and then get inside to safety. This is a pretty large area of weather. Uh, it actually, National Weather Service radar is showing it from now just entering Lancaster County, but it goes all the way to about Sioux City. Uh, yeah, the, that's the, what I was saying. Yeah, that J, that that backwards yep. J that it makes all the way up to northwest Iowa, it's, down through uh, Lancaster County into Seward and, and York as well. Portions of the, the storm that is, because there's kind of two waves with it, how there's kind of that red that's out front and then the portion that's coming our way in Nebraska. The portion of it out in Iowa, according to the National Weather Service, has has indicated already 80 mile per hour winds through areas there in Iowa, and this is part of that same system. Okay. Yeah, and there there was a brief tornado warning uh, going uh, north of Omaha, going back into west central Iowa for a, a while. That was radar indicated. They did not uh, get a um, spotter report on that. Of course, it's still pretty dark. And and yeah, now they're uh, issuing additional um, tornado tornado warnings in that Iowa portion of this. So like areas and thunderstorm and this, warnings. Uh, thunder. Yes, doggone it. Thank you. Thunderstorm warnings going along with this. Um, just to kind of show you how widespread this is, areas like Missouri Valley and you know across the border into Iowa. Um, and, and it's just, it's, it's just a very widespread band right now, but with a really consistent, very strong, very strong winds front of this entire thing. And as I see the very current radar here, uh, on channel eight, and that is at quarter after. So that's two minutes ago. The front end is right on the border of the Northern Lancaster County right now, right on the border of Northern Lancaster County. So yeah, um, what? 10 minutes maybe maybe less until you're starting to see this in parts of the city of lincoln in the northern half north part of the city you'll see it first south part of part of the city you'll see it last um it might you you, if you're in southwest lancaster county you might get lucky on this thing and you might miss out on on the worst part of it it'll be it'll be close the way that it's kind of moving to the southeast right now yeah yeah so, uh, guys, anything else to add? Anything just, else you're seeing looking, right now? Some of the uh, the, the warning areas are now uh, backed into Seward County as well, northeastern Seward County. So that would indicate that it's broadening out a little. But uh, again, it looks like the severe it's it's lessening as you go to the west. And, and as oh, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, go. No, go that's, ahead. That's, uh, the, the only other thing, yeah, and the only other thing I say I'll say from just looking at reports where this is already gone through is is strong strong winds uh lots of lightning going along with it as well i'm seeing a heck some crazy pictures of shelf clouds right now uh going in omaha and i can't i don't have a window out to the north right now anywhere where i'm standing that's the one direction that i can't i can't see very well here at this point um i can kind of look out there right now and it just looks it looks very uh i have a window to the north but i can't stand outside and see it from the back of our building and uh just completely dark right now as you can see if you're uh in lincoln here and looking to the north it's just uh it looks like a dark angry sky right now (laughs) when you when you look out to the north uh for the rest of the day today by the way uh 86 degrees uh is your forecast high so dropping a few few degrees here from where we are Uh, a lot of humidity as well but right now we are at 75 degrees in the capital city and i just want to refresh this here um, and see if we've got any more uh, indications that we've got some strong winds uh, that are starting to pick up here in Lincoln, not officially from the weather station that we've got going on right now. But 
Uh, yeah, that's that's what we've got. What I think I'm going to do here, guys, is when we get uh, when we get through news, we'll have news at the bottom of the hour, news and sports at the bottom of the hour, and then I'll uh, maybe. Uh, maybe venture outside a little bit. We'll see, uh, depending on what's happening, or get you guys a good idea of what we're seeing here in the capital city in Midtown Lincoln, as this thing is going to be coming through right when there's a lot of people on the roads and getting their day started here this morning, or thinking about it and wondering if they should wait just a little bit maybe, especially given the winds that are going to be impacting the capital city here within the coming minutes. Um, just real quickly, uh, as we're as we're waiting for that, obviously that's our top story right now. Uh, some other things that I was going to touch on, were we not talking about weather for the entire first segment? Uh, Jeff Fortenberry's appeal heard yesterday. You might, might have kind of forgotten this. I kind of did. Uh, his conviction uh, that had come down where he ended up with fine and a probation. He talked about right outside the courtroom after it was over that they'd be going through the appeal process. They did, or they have gone through at least the hearing portion of that, and a lot of time focused on the issue of venue, meaning where the trial is held. And you never, in appeals court, you never want to take away too much from the judge's questions or demeanor on an appeal panel. That can always be dangerous. That said, that said, if you were going to do that, it looked pretty decent for Fortenberry yesterday. But we'll see. Oh, that was we'll that was see. a question from just one of the three judges. Right. That's true. That's true. But that that's and that's the entire question is should it have been in Los Angeles? Should the trial have been in Los Angeles? Because that's where the investigation was taking place when the conversations happened in Lincoln or Washington Washington, DC that were alleged in the federal complaint here. And that's and, and there are some other there are some other circuits that have had kind of some other tests that they've employed with this. But the argument for Fortenberry from Fortenberry or his attorney was essentially said, well, this if you're going to allow this, you're starting to go toward a policy of what's called forum shopping, which is essentially saying, OK, well, the the prosecution in this case can just pick throughout the country where they're going to get the most favorable jury if you loosen these rules too much about this. So that was, in some senses, what the what the argument from the Fortenberry camp was. And if, uh, by the way, what, what they're asking is to basically have it remanded to the trial. If it was in the wrong venue, they'd start from page one again on this whole thing. They'd have to correct venue and then go through and get a conviction in another venue, or go through the trial in another venue, get a conviction, or an decided to. if the prosecution wanted to. Right. Correct, correct. So, I mean, you could hypothetically, could hypothetically go through round two of this back in Nebraska, hypothetically, and an entire new, entirely new trial. Well, if, if, with you, this. if, if I don't know if you would, but you where, could. Where the Nebraska examiner was talking about the blue state versus the red state, you would certainly. The Fortenberry crew, uh, group would certainly rather have it in Nebraska than of course. Uh, D.C. Even of course, and that's the, the other. Yeah. Okay. So, by the way, I, I don't know whether you saw this, but two of the judges, two of the three, were appointed by President Biden and one by uh, Obama. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. that not that they're, not that they're that political in this type of thing. No, but yeah. the Ninth Circuit Court has has definitely put out some politically challenged decisions yeah well in theory the issue of venue should not be a particularly political right. one right <laughs> right you're right and and uh, i mean f- frankly you, if you if it were 
you would also you would almost say that freedom for defend the restrictions on prosecution for picking venue, right? Restrictions on prosecution for picking venue. If I had to assign the stereotypical conservative versus liberal on it, that would, conservatives would want to get prosecutors more leeway in that sort of thing than would liberals. You know, stereotypically on this thing. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I see what you're saying though. Um, so we had that. Um, I wonder, wonder if any of the judges drive uh, um, pickups. Pickups. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. I, I would. I did. <laughs> I doubt they do in the Ninth Circuit, right? They get this thing to the Eighth Circuit, maybe, but we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Um, other items uh, that are making news here this morning, outside of the weather, as we continue, obviously, to to uh take a take a look at that uh the southeast community college uh tax levy thing mark yeah, yeah uh what what should people know about that just real briefly here well, the the community corrections uh board of governors uh wants to go with the max levy that they can uh put in the shoot, under state law yeah. under state law because this is the last year that community colleges are going to be funded by uh local levies now going to switch over to a state funding and and they're trying to get their baseline to a higher level in anticipation of this change in the funding uh mechanism the funding gotcha. formulas going forward uh getting some pushback a bunch of uh unicameral members are opposed to that they've sent a letter to the to the board uh on the lincoln business beat a couple of weeks ago uh, Dr. Paul Illich, who's the president of Southeast Community College, went through all of the details on this with uh, Bud and I. All so, right. So, if you that, want to know some details from it, Southeast Community College's perspective on this, take it, a, as far as take a listen to that. How they are approaching this. So. Uh, go ahead. And take a, if you if you're if you're not in a room or or, or or you're not outside and you can't face north right now, go go check out the sky. Oh my gosh! I think this was a uh, is a kind of a uh, follow up to the storms in Iowa yesterday at the state capitol. Look at that! Oh my goodness, that looks like a, from a dystopian movie <laughs> right now. All right, get ready! It's coming, everybody! It's six twenty six. LNK today with Jack and friends on KLIN. Getting the whole story, always accurate coverage. Fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. Well, we may not get to a lot of sound here today because we are right in the teeth of a 
severe thunderstorm that is starting to come through. It's starting to show its impacts here in Capital City. And, and just how far along that is is going to depend where you're at from north to south. I will tell you right now here in Midtown Lincoln, feel free to let us know what you're seeing uh, on the text line, 402-479-1400. Uh, just uh, you want to shoot us a picture or tell us where you're at and what you're seeing just to kind of help us track how this thing is going through the city. Uh, we now have a live camera, thanks to Caleb's ingenuity here, set up <laughs> just out front of our studios at 44th and O. Um, I don't know that our shot does quite justice how dark it looks out there, but the north facing, you can see the system coming in very clearly. The wind has gone up significantly in Midtown Lincoln. I was out there seven minutes ago and there was a little breeze and that's changed right now and the trees are whipping around and again hopefully you were able to when we gave you the warning hopefully you were able to get any of those umbrellas down on the deck any of those things laying around the yard chairs that might blow garbage cans those sorts of things uh to a safe spot because this wind this excuse me the storm has shown wind gusts uh, over 70 miles an hour. I think I've seen an 80 recorded um, within the within the area or this entire huge mm-hmm. system that's going around. So really, really high winds have been the things that people have pointed to throughout the course of this thing so far. We have no rain yet in Midtown Lincoln. No rain yet in Midtown Lincoln. Uh, I would expect that should be coming soon. Uh, I haven't seen any lightning, but I think Caleb said he may have seen a little lighting out to the north so far. Uh, but maybe you guys are getting that in North Lincoln. And with the latest look at the radar, it looks like the system is just cutting Lancaster County in half right now. And the front edge is right in the middle of Lancaster County. Uh, caller just let us know there is a tree down across 33rd Street just yeah. south of O. So watch out for... Uh, trees, obviously. That's right in our area here. Yeah, that's not too far from us. We got Mark Vale. Yeah, it's starting us. to rain here, too. It's starting to rain? Okay. Went down. It, all right. It wasn't 90 seconds ago, but no, it is but, now. So, <laughs> But that does show you exactly what I saw on the radar there, that right. this thing is cutting Lancaster. The, we're just through top half, the north half, half of Lancaster County, moving south. It's, and it's so really, if you're in South Lincoln, you got two minutes here. Yeah, before really cutting Lincoln right in rain. two. Yeah, it is. It is right north. It just got into Midtown Lincoln. So 70th, 84th Street, um, out into Waverly, Eagle, those sorts of things. You got a couple of minutes. The wind's probably already up there on the front edge of this thing. Uh, that also probably means the hardest rain here is now still. Let's see. I just, I'm trying to push that, looking at Channel 8 here, seeing if they're going to push that radar forward. A little bit you, more. You, you know it's getting serious. Malcolm on Channel Eight took off his jacket. He, he just, already took <laughs> off his jacket. It's not a, even. He gets serious. It's he's, not even seven a.m. at this point, <laughs> and he is. He's got it. But the amount of pictures of shelf clouds on my timeline, mm-hmm. uh, all over from from all over the place in Nebraska, Northwest Iowa, uh, it's it's crazy. There's there's just tons of it. And again. This entire system, it kind of looks like a a backwards J that's going from northwest Iowa down through Omaha, through Lincoln, and then through Seward and York counties right now, and the front edge of it just pushing 
through Midtown Lincoln right now. So we're seeing the very front edge of it, and it won't take long, as you probably already know this, in northern Lancaster County, it won't take long once we start to get some precipitation for the precipitation to intensify quite a bit, and the wind, those heaviest winds will come along with that as well. Your traffic lights out at 27th and uh, Nebraska Parkway. Okay. Oh, that's not a good spot. No. Text us in, by the way, again, anything you're seeing, anything like that right now. Now we just want to get information out, so please text that. That's probably the best way is to text it in. Caleb and I will keep an eye on that at 402-479-1400. If you're wondering how how big a drop in and, and what it changes once this goes through, it's 6 o'clock, Lincoln Airport had south winds 15, gusting to 20, and 77 degrees. At 6 o'clock, Fremont had northwest winds at 32, gusting to 63, and it was 65 degrees. Oh, my God. Okay, so dropped dropped 10 degrees after this thing went down. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know our weather. Our weather system. And another warning coming through. Okay, we'll get to that in a moment. I'll. I'll uh, I can take a look right here while it's right in front of me here. Just give me one second. And now at Epley Airfield, and I know this is Omaha, but at Epley Airfield, uh, they've got seventy-four mile an hour winds right now recorded at uh, Epley Airfield. All right, let me see what this notification that we've got right now is as I pull it up. All of Lancaster County and Johnson okay. County and Sarpy now in a severe thunderstorm warning. Okay, and that expires in one hour and three minutes. Um, yeah, that would, and here's what they say at 6.40 a.m., so one minute ago, severe thunderstorms were located along a line extending from Union to three miles north of Roca, moving southeast at 50 miles an hour. The hot hazard is 60-mile-an-hour wind gusts, according to the Weather Service. Um, they said expect damage to roofs, siding, and trees um and then they give some times here severe thunderstorms will be near a uh, union at 645 nebraska city around 650 firth around 655 douglas around 7 a.m so that gives you an idea with this newest warning and kind of the timing on some of those yeah and we've got uh, some wires now arcing up in the waverly area so that's going to be the uh, the other thing is this thing moves through going to watch for half mile west of uh north 134th and waverly road so this this new severe thunderstorm warning it's the polygon for it if you will does include it includes hickman firth it includes uh, i don't know if most is the right word portions of the city of lincoln and includes it includes waverly it primarily includes um, the eastern half of the city of, of Lincoln. There are parts of the, the city of Lincoln that are probably outside of it, but it includes most of the city of Lincoln. And that goes for a full hour now, all the way till 745. And they also included in this, too, um, this graphic that I'm looking at from the National Weather Service, that pea-sized hail is possible with this as well. Uh, all right, let's see. Um Want to just get the latest here. Lincoln Airport temperature is now down to 71 degrees, Mark. So we're starting to see uh, where we're, I think we're still in the mid-70s here. So we're starting to see that temperature drop you really want to coming look through at the is, north part of the city. Look at is when those winds switch. They've been out of the south most of the mo- all morning. And when they switch to the northwest, you're in it. Okay. So the winds are definitely increasing here at this point. Um, but... I don't know that we've had a switch yet. Now, I can't quite quite tell from where I'm sitting I'm at right now. I'm going to take a look at uh, the airport weather station still reporting. Uh, now, they're right on. They must be going through it right now because they're. Reporting. Yeah, they're still. I still got them at, at 75 degrees and only 
uh, this says just six mile an hour wind. Yeah. That's that can't be right. It could be the thirty seconds as it switches. Yeah. Um, that yeah, because we do not. The winds here are definitely not six miles an hour here at this point. There was a hail at Offit. They've got reports of that. Okay, and they did that. The weather. That's interesting. The okay, we got another one. The weather service did say that pea size hail would be a possibility with this one as well. As I hear the weather radio going off once again, and here's here in a, just a second. There's a uh, weather underground weather station out at Capitol Beach. They've now uh, dropped to 67 degrees. Winds have switched to the north at 16, gusting to 18. So it's moved through that area. So I think this new one is not involving area that would be Lincoln. No, it's it's all the way to the eastern edge of Nebraska. Yeah, it's a very... Nebraska City is a part of it, but it's mainly for uh, parts of southwest Iowa. So we're talking Hamburg, Sydney, Iowa, those sorts of things. But just for, for your own information, that does go until 730. And again, saying the same thing that they're saying about the system coming through Lincoln... Uh, is that 70-mile-an-hour wind gusts are a part of this one as well. So Bump, that is oh. the latest there. So it just show. I mean, this thing is widespread right now. The whole front of this thing, very widespread. Iowa into uh, into eastern Nebraska. Paul Brook, uh, up around the Highlands area, weather station, uh, private weather station, reporting thunder in the area, winds out of the north, and 65 degrees. So we've dropped 10 degrees, 12 degrees, between Midtown Lincoln and Northwest Lincoln well, it, in the last uh, few minutes. And Chicken Rich just texted, and he said, my car shows 63 degrees, and I'm heading to work driving down O Street at 40th. So we might have just made that switch, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> right here. right, Basically, exactly. Hi, by the way, Chicken Rich. We'll wave while you go by uh, on, on O Street and and well, That uh, wasn't very nice, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're number one. I see. I haven't seen Mark. I haven't seen a lot about you know just what there's been so much talk about the wind, uh, lightning, a little bit about the hail. I haven't heard a lot about what kind of. I haven't seen anything about flooding or anything like that going along with uh, with this system in times prior to it impacting our our very local listening situation well, I, here. So I, I'm not sure what. I think what this we're thing see. is moving so fast. That uh, the flooding uh, possibility is reduced because of that. I mean, I do see even in some of the write-ups about the severe thunderstorm warning, they're talking about torrential rain. Uh, but I'm curious if you're in North Lincoln, North Lancaster County, if you're starting to see particularly significant rain here at this point, or if you've been in parts of the state just to the north of us, perhaps where you've seen a little bit more intense portions of the storm, if you did get significant rain with it, if it was a downpour. Just, I mean, just looking at the radar picture right now, the indications of intensity would suggest that there is some very heavy rain that's going along with this. Uh, but again, the people who have gone through this before have been mainly talking about the winds. And you, somebody mentioned the branch down, Caleb and Mark. That's going to be that's going to be a big story here with this whole thing. Right. Is is branch down branches down? Obviously, things like electric wires. Being careful for those. Lights as well. out at Twenty Seventh and Capitol Park. Yeah, electric electrical electrical that's out. Um, traffic lights that are out right now. But continue, please continue to send us. Those as well. Uh, yeah, you just mentioned that. Chris had texted that in. Lights out at 27th and Capitol Parkway. Um, yeah, and so that if you've got lights out and or traffic lights out right now, that's going to change your morning commute right. if you're headed out. And if you come up to an intersection with the traffic lights out, that is, becomes 
a de facto four-way stop. Okay. So it doesn't become a de facto roundabout. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you talk to Chad if he happens to get in here on that? Yeah, I can. All right, I we'll, just drive over the curb. No, don't do that. Don't. Is, Please. By don't the way, me. will you take a look at the back door? I'll go. I don't, uh, Oh, is he there? Is he standing? Is he getting yeah. blown away? See, I'll go get him. I'll <laughs> he's get him. standing in the severe thunderstorm. <laughs> uh, he's a he's a he's a cop and a military guy. This is one of the easiest things he's ever been through in his life. Uh, and there we have another one. Uh, let's see. And and again, very good chance that this could be for given how widespread this one does this include just, Lancaster County. Okay. As Beatrice, Crete, Milford. It is southwest portion, so barely touching southwest edge of Lincoln. Okay, but it's, it's a lot of southwest Lancaster County. So I had I had speculated, and this is why you know it was pure speculation that maybe the southwest corner of Lancaster County might be able to avoid this, just given how it was moving a little bit eastward. That looks like it's not going to be the case. In fact. This severe thunderstorm warning goes as far west as Milford, Dorchester, Crete, Wilbur, DeWitt, and then on down to the south, all the way to the Kansas border. Um, and so, you know, if you know your your geography down there, obviously Beatrice directly south of here, uh, but even further west there, uh, Plymouth, Jansen, Diller, the, it'll go that far west as well. So that goes also until 730 this morning as well. So talk about good. Um, he yeah. brought he brought cookies. Oh, nice! And it's his birthday tomorrow. Hey, very nice. I don't think you're supposed to say that. By the way, that's the uh, that's the entirety of the county now between okay. different severe thunderstorm warnings. And there are they all expiring? And I know you might not know this off the top of uh, top of your head. Are they at all expiring? Different times. Some okay. I didn't know if they were all at seven thirty. If there were some at seven forty-five, I know we've seen both of them, and we've seen probably four different warnings. Here so in the that last latest 10 one for Southwest Lancaster County goes until seven thirty. We had that one that covers a large portion of mostly the northern three quarters that of was the, the county. The first one, and that's uh, just for another ten minutes on that one. And then there was one that had the kind of the chunk of Lincoln, right? That has it. the chunk of Lincoln and goes to the southeast. That's until seven forty-five. Okay, so that one's seven forty-five. So Lincoln may still, you know, they may cancel it early, but that that's still almost an hour that you're you're in that. Uh, Howdy, John writes in on the text line. Lots of rain right now at South and Sixtieth. So just to give you an idea now of where we're we're seeing the rain, can you tell on your camera out there what kind of uh, on our front porch what kind of uh, rain we're getting right My now? My phone was getting flooded. I brought it in. Okay, so it, that means yes, it's raining. <laughs> it's raining a good deal. Okay, Caleb had this ingenious idea that he would put his uh, phone out there while zooming into our studio, and it was a good idea until it started raining. Yeah, it was a great there. idea until there was right. water. So we are getting, but that helps us know that we are getting uh, apparently some significant rain here as well. And as I look at the current radar, again, um, you've got, and he's backing it up right now, I'm watching Malcolm on, on Channel 8, but he's kind of going through that radar situation now. You're just getting through and he's current on that right now you're gonna you're gonna have a little while here where this thing is gonna be at its heaviest and then you're gonna have some rain on the back side of this thing it's a little hard just given given unless it builds back quite a bit to think this is gonna go for another hour because this thing's moving 
you know, 50 miles an hour here at this point. He's given some times right now. Crete, 6.59 a.m. Uh, Wilbur, 7.11 a.m. Uh, if you're, if you can hear us in Beatrice, 7.27, check my vacation home. Make that, make sure that's okay. <laughs> uh, Tecumseh, 7.19 is your time. Stagecoach Lake, Lake, obviously earlier. That would be, uh, 6.58. So South Lancaster County, if you're listening to us, Right now, you are, uh, you're probably less than 10 minutes away, uh, or, or right around that, depending on where you are within the county right now. But it is moving your way and it is hanging enough to the west that it'll get all the way to that border. And, and again, as I said earlier, communities, you know, Milford, um, th- those, uh, and those will be ones also that are going to be impacted by this. Uh, all right. Anything else before we, we grab a break? We'll talk to, uh, Officer Chad real quickly here. Uh, nope, just really making sure we're keep continuing to update what those, what those um, the the weather looks like with all of our maps onto the KLIN Twitter page. Okay, yes. So this this and and again, I just saw from that National Weather Service Omaha the one that includes. So there's two of them. Lincoln's under two different ones. Portions of Lincoln are under two different ones. The one that includes just the northern three quarters of Lancaster County that only goes till seven a.m. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's seven more minutes, but portions of Lincoln will still be in another one, and then Southwest Lancaster County will will be go in one until seven thirty as well. So stay tuned; we'll give you a full update here in uh, in just a second. Uh, right now, six fifty three. You're listening to LNK today with Jack and friends on KLIN. They done it, and now LPT needs your help. Crime Stoppers on LNK today. All right. Um, we got a weather situation here in the capital city, but Officer Chad is here, and he knows because we made him stand out in it for a little while there. I sorry, I'll that. survive. So, sorry. Yeah, I was like, you've been. He's been through a lot in his life. He'll be. Yeah. This is going to be more, still a, a easier day than normal for you to stand out in this weather. So, uh, well, I don't plan to stand out there very much. Although we do have new app of contesting, so okay, I'll be out there. All right, all right, good. Under the awning. Uh, real quick, things like uh, traffic lights going out, these sorts of things, when a, fir- a storm first hits, what should people know? Uh, so if we have a traffic light out like we do apparently at 27th and Capitol, please, please, please treat it as a mandatory four-way stop. Be courteous to your neighbor. Uh, take your turn getting through the intersection. I know it happened the other day at 10th and Q. Um, I was pedaling by on my bicycle, actually, and... It took people a few minutes to figure out, hey, there's something wrong here, so please um, treat it mandatory stop, even though it's not flashing red. If you know it should have a a working traffic signal, please use a lot of, a lot of caution. Oh, my to get gosh. Brinkley texted and said 27th and Nebraska Parkway. If that's true, oh, my gosh. It's a good day not to be in uniform oh is what I'm hearing, gosh. guys. Um, that's a that's a bad intersection with yes. perfectly working traffic lights. Yes, it is. And, folks, if there's no officer there directing traffic, please be patient because I would imagine the calls for service are probably going a little bit crazy right now with the weather. All right. Um, this this does a lot and creates a lot of issues for us, so please be patient. All right. Good advice there. Hey, uh, real quick, what are we working on with Crime Stoppers? I only have a minute. Sorry. Only have but a I wanted to get some and, good info. Oh, here. my gosh. Sorry, we just, needed that other My phone info. just jumped on, the, on a different page for me, too. Okay. Uh, how about Walmart for? This guy walks in, um, uses a stolen Visa card at Walmart. Looks like he's got a tattoo on the lower right leg. If you can tell who it is, please let us know. And then IT Computers, 
Uh, this guy walks in, grabs $200 laptop, and just walks right out. Got a really good picture of not just the suspect, but his vehicle, the one he was actually driving when he came in and out of the parking lot. Okay. All right. Uh, people can help. Check out LincolnCrimestoppers.com. And again... Yeah. Um, <laughs> caution, is, caution, 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 caution. Caution, LES is responding to an outage in the area of 20th to 33rd Streets in Van Dorn. Approximately 1,700 customers impacted right now. Okay. And well, that, that, that might affect affect, traffic lights. Yep. Yeah, that, that might infect those. those traffic lights, too, on Nebraska Parkway. So avoid that if you're not there yet is, <laughs> one, safe, is the folks. other thing I would say. Thanks so much, Chad. I appreciate Thank it. 7 o'clock, KLI Lincoln. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Traffic. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is Ella and K today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, welcome back. Well, let's get. Uh, it's calmed down significantly in Midtown Lincoln right now, but I know other parts of our listening area. Um, probably Elmwood, uh, Syracuse, Nebraska City down there eventually. Um, really to the east of here, you're, you're east and southeast, to, to, you're still probably getting the really strong winds or maybe even haven't seen all of them yet. And a lot of that continues the warning that con- includes that southeast corner of Nebraska goes until 745. That actually does still include a portion of, of Lincoln, although... Right now, I would say the wind has calmed down very significantly in Midtown Lincoln and and not a whole lot of rain. So hopefully the worst is behind us here. But there is an aftermath here. Uh, Chris Lofgren, I know Um, you reported... Update on one of those. The one that was going to go until 730 has been canceled. Okay. So that was the one that was the... uh, Remind me which... Because I was looking at the 745 one that included portions of Lincoln, but also went all the way down to, to Auburn. That was the very, very southeast one. Was the seven thirty one? Okay, I have that on my screen as to seven forty five. So maybe well, that's there, a there's one, one until seven forty five okay. that does that kind of. Okay, yeah, I, there were a lot of overlapping overlapping warnings <laughs> here. Safe to say. All right, thank you, Caleb. Uh, Chris Lofgren, and before we get to the uh, uh, what chaps your hide segment, uh, just because I know we've got a lot of uh, a lot of the weather impacts here after that strong wind went through. What's the latest? Yeah, Chris? thanks, Jack. I uh, know Mark had mentioned 27th and Nebraska Parkway. That's the old Highway 2. Traffic signals are out. We've got a 27th and Capitol Parkway. Traffic signals you are gotta out. you got to be kidding so, me. So approach those as four-way stops. Man. As difficult as it is, you've got 
two lanes in all directions. You can't plus pick a turn two. Lane. You can't pick two much worse intersections. <laughs> it's it's tough, right and it's right backing now. up. I just caught the camera. The camera's out at twenty seventh and Capitol Parkway, but I could see from four or uh, yeah, fortieth and, Ca- and uh, Nebraska Parkway, the traffic was backing up all the way to near 40th Street now. So Stay it's going to run slow this morning for sure. And the ca- the camera's out at uh, 27th and uh, Nebraska Parkway, too. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, you can't yeah, you, see he saw, So you saw it from 40th, looking, 40th. Looking, to the, looking to the west, I yep, guess it would exactly. be. Exactly. Um, um, my goodness. And I know Mark mentioned also 33rd and O Street, just south, and I saw, went by that as I was coming to the station. That's a huge branch crossing... 33rd Street, just south of O Street, and it's essentially closed until they can get that branch picked up and out uh, of the way. Quite a bit of traffic on that, well. too. And Jeez. that is. That's a main thoroughfare through the capital city. Things that can happen, uh, you know, big wind, lots of trees moving around. Some branches may have broken, and they're sitting in the tree and haven't come down yet. So be careful as you go through wooded areas. Um, you might be surprised that a branch could could drop down sometime as a gust might come through some of those kinds of things and wires we've heard a couple of transformers popping uh through the capital city i know caleb mentioned a power outage yeah. in an area les has uh, been dispatched to an outage in the area of 20 to th- 20th to 33rd van dorn to nebraska parkway approximately 1700 customers impacted that would go. also probably explain at least one of the traffic light the situations 27th that you corridor for sure yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah so just super careful don't be in a hurry, and I think your boss will understand. <laughs> there you go. All Thanks. right. Yeah, Keep you, us posted on anything hey, Chris, else. Chris, you also uh, noted some wires arcing. Also a situation out in the county up uh, northeast Lancaster County. Uh, uh, Lancaster County Sheriff's deputies have closed off Waverly Road uh, oh. around uh, 134th. Because there you they've go. Got, uh, they've they've uh, blocked that off for a while. Yeah. So, uh, Fantastic. Those, those issues going on there, and there's uh, uh, LES also reporting over 200 up around Waverly without power, like wow. 275. So. All right. All right. Thank Thanks. you, Chris. Thank you, you Mark. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, we are going to get going with what chaps your hide, but we'll continue to take any information that you've got on uh, other outages, other uh, traffic light issues, um, and then especially, too, if you're, uh, if you're some areas that are still being impacted significantly by this system that's kind of moved through much of the Lincoln area by now. Rain has decreased. Wind has decreased. Uh, but let us know if we need to get any of those messages out. You guys are our best eyes and ears. So text just, those in. Just saw a temperature update out at the airport down to 65. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the drop that we were uh, seeing earlier with this system as well. But text those in to 402-479-1400. All right. A uh, little bit of a, a gear shift, but it is what chaps your eye Wednesday. And if we need to bleed this a little bit into 810 to get to everyone's messages on this, we we may go ahead and do this. But let's get this started. And what better way to come off a storm than go to the phones and say hello uh, to that Paul who joins us right now. Good morning, that Paul. Did you make it through the storm? I'm just sitting here. Yeah, just sitting here all nice and almost dry because the rain's a little east of me. <laughs> okay. But what's trapping my hide? Idiots. So many idiots out there. Did you see in the news these these Darwin Award nominees? <laughs> Jack, you do know about the Darwin yes, Awards. I do. Honoring the father of evolution by bestowing an award in his name, commemorating those who improve our gene pool by removing themselves from it. 
Well, I've seen this. Yes. The second runner-up, the fools who think a trip to Yellowstone is not complete until they get a selfie with a bison. <laughs> and then they figure, why not throw in a quick pat on the head while they're at it? Ooh. First runner-up, the guys that take their very small dogs for a walk near the canals and ponds in Florida. Oh, The alligator-infested canals and ponds in Florida. Mm. You would have thought that when the pet shop clerk tried to explain that around here, your little fur baby is really fur baity, they would have taken the hit, but they don't. And instead of calling their chihuahua lucky, they should have called him appetizer because the numbskull is going to be entree. And the 2023 Darwin Award winners, and I'm using the most loose definition of winners possible, did you see in the news how the number of unprovoked shark attacks have risen this year? Well, the Darwin winners have got to be the people that make the division necessary, namely the ones suffering a provoked <laughs> shark attack. Really, people? Really? You're out there provoking sharks while you're in the ocean? Did none of you see Jaws? I gotta go. Thank you, Paul. It does make you wonder, what exactly does a provoked shark attack look like? Hey, hey, shark, you know what I heard about your mom? You want some of this? <laughs> An unfolk protect, uh, shark might be like a gruntled employee. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, by, by the way, that reminded me of a, a dad joke that I heard. It said, uh, before we uh, work on artificial intelligence, why don't we work on natural stupidity? <laughs> <laughs> all right back. oh i lost did, it did you just hang up did i uh, sorry debbie i think my left finger i think i fat fingered the phone so call me back debbie i did not mean i fat fingered the phone i was uh on the verge of when uh, she calls back i'll hit the buttons you up. yeah i'll t- I just <laughs> debbie call back I, I that's my that was not intentional whatsoever that Who's was your cursor that was uh that was i was trying to do a no look put her on the air <laughs> Uh, it's sort of a situation and it turns out that I, there's a button, there's a button that puts her on the air and there's a button that hangs up on her and I accidentally pushed the button that hangs up on her. So Debbie, Debbie, call me back if you want to, uh, Marsh pit Chad says in the meantime, what chaps your hide Coke freestyle machines. No one needs that many choices and it makes the whole process 10 times slower than it needs to be. Rip those machines out and go back to the six choices. That's all we need. I thought those things were so cool when they came out. They still are cool. Uh, no, they're not. I am with I am with Mosh Pit Chat on this completely. What if I want a strawberry Sprite? That's the thing. Only about 10% of the permutations <laughs> there are some bad of the ones. pop that's available are wanted by an... <laughs> has anyone ever gotten there and said, hey, I'm going to have root beer, but I need some grape in it if I'm going to have my root beer. It's <laughs> like there's so many disgusting combinations with this thing. Like, I think they have Mellow Yellow uh, uh, because Mellow Yellow is under Coconut Mountain Dew. And, you know, I need some Mellow Yellow but I need some banana in it. I mean, what are we doing exactly with this thing? And then he's right. It's a slow system. It's a very slow system. And one thing the, you got to say about it, though, when when you go for for the ice, it dumps like three cups of ice in yeah, about it's just, an, half again, a nanosecond. It sounded cool, or it sounded really cool originally. I remember, I remember a few places got them, but 
it did not take long for the novelty to wear off of those things. I'm surprised with artificial intelligence, why they don't keep track of what people are, are getting and then just make that the primary screen. What's just used the most? Read your retina and knows what, for me, the sure, just, I mean, should yeah, be able to hold your, your uh, phone up in front of uh, your face, you know, face, face ID, Bluetooth to the uh, soda dispenser. That's just, definitely coming. Without a doubt, you're you're two years away from that actually being the uh, being the case. The other problem is, I know, I don't know that I've never noticed it, but some people complain since it all comes out of the same spigot that you, you can a, sometimes taste yes, what the person behind you got residue. And if they're into weird stuff, uh, that can make you just want your diet coke or your Coke Zero or whatever your Coke. Uh, it can give it a, some weird remnants of whatever they were drinking. That's why I usually after I get the ice. I pull the cup back and hit for just like a half a second to get. Yeah, that's a good idea. Debbie didn't call us back. Is Debbie, I I hung up on Debbie accidentally. Or maybe she hung up on you. Yeah, maybe she hung up on me. That's true. Maybe I didn't make a mistake. I mean, there's no, we don't know for sure. (laughs) Maybe go out to Warhorse and place a bet whether it was you or Debbie that made a mistake. I don't know. But uh, Debbie would be. No, because that's in the state. Can't do it. Oh, okay. But it's not collegiate. Oh no, she she's she's texted me. Uh she's gonna pa- just to update, she's fine, but she's apparently bleeding because uh on the phone because the chair hit her in the face. Oh no oh, my goodness. Debbie, get okay, that's fine. Get better. My goodness. Okay. Chairs that, so I don't my hide. No I don't think I think I've just been exonerated for what it's worth. No, I think you hung up on her. She got mad then the chair hit. No, I think I I was I listen, I've been pushing these buttons for a lot of years. I think I know You've how been to pushing my button. I think I know how to push the right buttons. Yeah, you do. On this thing. All right. Well, I don't want her I don't hopefully she gets the, you know, the bleeding under control and that sort of thing. Midtown Dave texts in says the complexity of figuring out the chronological order of a Gmail email chain. Oh. oh, absolutely. Just email chains in general. A hundred percent. Do you guys ever, like, I don't know, like Outlook, and I assume Gmail gives you the option of sorting of sorting your email, not necessarily in a straight chronological order, but yeah. by, I don't even know what it is. Well, by Have from, you, uh, by uh, subject. Yeah, but there's like a, a tree, a tree yes. of email. I accidentally switched to that one time. It was the worst thing. It was the worst thing ever. Again. But, yeah, because half the time on those things, you can't find the original email. Yeah, the, yeah I know. You get five or six responses, and you forget what the responses are. And then have you ever had, a, I swear sometimes, email search, especially on Gmail, does not work. Uh, you, because the, it used to be with email, right? You would have these folders. You would delete everything that you didn't need. And then if you had something that you thought you were going to need, you had it organized into folders, right? Right. At least for me, I don't know if everyone else does this. Maybe you guys are still uh, anal retentive about this and you still do the same thing, but not me. I just keep everything in my inbox because now there's search functionality. So if there's something that I need, I I mean, I've got thousands and thousands of messages in my inbox. I leave them in there and I just search for what I'm looking for. But I'll tell you what, if you, especially when you're on your phone, if you're on your phone and you use, like, I have an iPhone and I use the mail function and I actually search in Gmail mm-hmm. for a message I know I have, I know the word is in it or the words are in it, I know who the sender is, the amount that that actually won't pop up is really frustrating. I get that all the time. 
And it depends on whether, when you're doing that, there's a current mailbox and an all-mailbox option. Yes. Yes. If you don't get the right one there, and even if you go back and search again, it doesn't open. And you know what else? Now you got me going. You know what else (laughs) about about that, uh, the iPhone mail app? Uh, It'll say you, you have this option, at least with Gmail, I think, and my work account, my Outlook account. It gives you this option to archive. Right. Or or delete, and you'll do it on your phone, and it'll never actually happen on the account. So then the next time you'll log on for me on my desktop, they're all still there. Like I went through on my phone, I thought I cleaned up a whole bunch of emails, and they're all still there, and I got to do it again on my desktop. Anybody else have that? Yep. You do? Okay, good. And, and, and I set it up so that now, uh, because I use an exchange server with four or five different email addresses. Yeah, uh, I forward my Gmail to one of my other accounts okay. automatically, and then I put all of my Gmail on the the web app uh, into all mail. I get them out of the inbox. I think I need to start using the. Uh, I mean, I think I re- I need to use the Gmail app and the Outlook or the Exchange apps yeah. mm-hmm. on my phone. I Mis- think that's mixing what- Gmail into Exchange is where and, I think uh, they yeah. argue with each other. I just think the Apple app has it. I don't know. I just don't think it's they don't like Google fully functioned. Yeah, that's probably true. And vice versa. Yeah, that's probably true. Again, if you ever make anything, if you ever make anything, email a social media platform, anything, I want a chronological real time timeline. Last, that's what I want for last everything. Wednesday, while you were trying to get out of Italy, uh, I've had mine because Facebook has taken off the the most recent option. Oh God! Don't. It's not even there anymore. I never could find it anyway, so it's no different to me. Yep. They want to give us their algorithm so bad. My, I have an algorithm. It's called the clock. <laughs> All right, it's 725. We'll get to more of the Facebook uh, posts a little bit later in the show today. This is an LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It's time to count them down. The five things you'll be talking about today. This is the Morning Drive, presented by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, let's get this thing started with number five. We had some severe weather move through the area between about 6 and 7, 15, 730. Uh, the severe weather has all moved out of uh, the Lancaster County area. Just kind of a quick overview. Probably one of the key things that had traffic really snarled up was the traffic lights were out 
at 27th and Nebraska Parkway. They are now back working. Oh, good. So that intersection is uh, has cleared up and traffic lights working. Uh, Chris uh, was telling us about uh, 27th and Capitol Parkway. That camera is still offline. Uh, tree down 33rd, just south of O. Uh, 2200 uh, customers of LES still without power, according to their uh, report. The National Weather Service just a few minutes ago uh, tweeted out that about 40,000 people, customers in the Omaha metro, are up without power. So they had uh, a little more of an issue there. I wasn't, I, I mean, I'll admit I wasn't outside. I was kind of working, looking through the windows, trying to keep keep track of everything. It didn't seem like, at least in Midtown Lincoln, Mark, we got a ton of rain with this thing. No, there was some, but there was some. It came down pretty quickly. I'm it didn't just, last. I'm though. just going to take a look here. Um, between six and seven, the airport reported three hundreds. <laughs> now we had, we had another spritzing. Hey, welcome back to spritz season. Yeah, it was the wind. <laughs> the, wind the wind blew it into the building, so it didn't ever hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, so well, I think we got more than that, but maybe not a lot. So. Yeah. This, this thing was really moving. This storm system was moving fast. When it was north of us, uh, about an hour, hour and a half north of us, which was about 4.30 to 5 o'clock, it was moving our direction at 80 miles an hour, the storm system. They moved through here at about 60, 55, 60 miles an hour. So not a lot of chance for a, a significant rainfall out of this. They, they were just moving too fast. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, the like I like I had said when we were looking at where it had been prior to this, the significant impact was those, with those winds that, I don't know what the record or the top wind was reached here, but other places I know they were getting up to 60, 70, maybe even 80 miles an hour as well. So hopefully you uh, locked everything down. Um, we haven't had a ton of reports yet, and it's still early, about limbs being down other than that 33rd and 01. But I'm sure there are some other areas yeah, where that a, might be an issue, too. And a couple of reports of some wires arcing with crews out checking on those. I will tell you the just how drastic. When I got here, uh, the thermometer on my truck, when I pulled in the back parking lot, which was uh, about 420, uh, it was 80 degrees. And we're down to 64. Okay. <laughs> 16, 16 degrees. Uh, a lot, lot nicer to be out there now. I still have on our weather station that it says 74 here, but I think there's a wide variance right now. Um, yeah. uh, with those temperatures. Airport's reporting 64. And, of course, I might add it was, uh, I think it was 38 degrees in the studio here this morning. <laughs> Number four. Skeptical Federal Appeals Court out in California. They asked a lot of questions yesterday about the decision to try U.S. Uh, former U.S. Representative Jeff Fortenberry in California rather than in Nebraska. Fortenberry resigned in 2022 after he was convicted of making false statements in Lincoln and Washington, D.C. The Los Angeles-based authorities probing some campaign contributions. Nebraska Examiner's got the complete report, and you've read it, and you've uh, followed this a lot closer than I think just about anybody. I, I, I think the interesting scenario now is if he wins this thing, because he's obviously the the... Right, the the sentence was not one that was, you know, there was talk about whether he could get jail time and and those sorts of things, and that didn't happen. It was probation and a fine. But this is about there was some community service involved, uh, maybe community service too. Uh, but this is about clearing his name now, right? Right. That's that's what this is about. But if he would win this, especially on this issue of venue, which sounds like it took up a lot of the argument yesterday, and and venue is is, is like it sounds, it's the place where they they hold the trial, where they go forward, where the where the case is filed in, and 
you've got to have certain requirements. Certain things happen to ha- had to have, have happened in the venue where you file the case. And there's some debate about this here. In this case, uh, was it okay to do it out in California? Should it have been in a different location? Perhaps even Nebraska. If he would win on that, that's going to be the interesting situation. Because at that point, the the result in that case is reversed because the venue was wrong. and But there's not prejudice, meaning the prosecution could correct the venue and then go through this whole process again. Go through another but, trial let me with ask, Jeff Fortenberry. Would the appeals court say, no, it should have been uh, filed in either Washington or Nebraska, or would they just say it was wrong to be filed in California? Uh, they might. They could do either. In the, I think they could do either. In the, the, the th- But I think those arguments were specifically brought up about those places, so I think that probably would come up. But I think we know where the other... I mean, I think we know where the other places are. So there's there's a scenario out there. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It would have to require this decision, and then prosecutors would have some, you know, some say in this, but you could have an entire new trial on this whole thing again and go through that. I don't know if they'll do that, but that's definitely a possibility here. So now we're waiting on the, uh, the Court of Appeals. Uh, we had two, what was it, two Biden-appointed uh, judges and an Obama-appointed judge in that? Correct. I don't... I mean, I don't know if that'll be a big deal. I don't know if that'll be a big deal or not, because as I said earlier in the show, typically you would think that uh, more right-leaning judges would want to give more prosecutors more leeway, and that's what the prosecutors are asking here for, more leeway when it turns to to venue. But, of course, the prosecuting Republican, so... One judge... I don't know. Go ahead. I thought this was interesting. One judge is a former prosecutor, so going to that side... Uh, he he asked this very specific question, quote, why drag these people all across the country and not pass yeah. it to the district where the statements were made? At quote. least that judges, and, and you never want to completely think you know the outcome of a case based on the questions asked by an appellate judge, but, but that said, that judge sounded very unconvinced. One of the three sounded very unconvinced on the venue argument from the prosecution in this case. So we will see. Number three. Late, late, late last night. It was after 11. The Iowa Senate voted 32 to 17 to pass legislation. A lot of boos and shouts afterwards from onlookers. Two hours after the, the Iowa House passed the bill, Governor Kim Reynolds says she'll sign it Friday. The ban on abortions after a heartbeat. So is this is essentially like the heartbeat bill that didn't end up going through Nebraska. Six weeks, roughly. Correct. Right. On, on this one. Um, and so, yeah, like you said, Reynolds looks like she's going to sign it into law. So Iowa was able to do what what Nebraska legislators and, and pro-life people in Nebraska were not able to do in Nebraska in terms of how many weeks or what the beginning point is considered um, for winning abortion. Because Nebraska's had a 12-week ban, as we remember from the end of the legislative which was, session. Which was, in, in, in essence, the compromise. Right. Between the, the then 20 week and, and the, the six week or six the, heartbeat. Week, the heartbeat. So, yeah, the couple of couple of results of this that might come to have more impact locally is does this, I don't know, does, does this number one, I think this was going to happen anyway, but does this embolden any legislators, any efforts to go back and try again for the heartbeat bill or maybe a slightly amended? version of the heartbeat bill in nebraska for next legislative session 
the fact that Iowa was able to do it, which I don't think Iowa was typically thought of as more conservative than Nebraska necessarily. So uh, that's one question. Then the other question is, you know, I, I do wonder if this goes into effect there, will there be people who are in portions of Iowa, and they have other border states obviously as well, but in that 612 range, who might actually travel to Nebraska? I, I would say they're probably going to go to Illinois or Minnesota first, yeah. because they're, they're... What if they live in Council Bluffs, though? Not that far up the river to Minnesota. Yeah, maybe. Um, but anyway, yeah, it, it, that would be a very specific timing situation, which right. is, I think, what you're referring to. But nonetheless, Nebraska will go with a, uh, a slightly less restrictive abortion ban than Iowa has, at least for now. All right, moving on. Number two. Fallout from uh, Northwestern's Pat Fitzgerald being dismissed continues. One voice a lot of Nebraska fans were wondering about was Michael Wilbon, Northwest grad and trustee. I understand he spoke about this. Yeah, he, he talked about it last night. He was A lot of people are particularly interested in him because he was very critical of Nebraska but during COVID and, and trying to play and, in fact, said... They should. Uh, was he the one who said that they should be out of the league? He he said that on the call, the one of the presidents should have stood up to Nebraska and said, "You can get the hell out." So when this comes up, as you might expect, a lot of Nebraska fans are bringing that up and saying, "Well, how do you respond to something like this?" That um, in the pan, you know, that we think is probably a more important issue. Well, here's what he had to say. And when you talk about the responsibility of a coach, you're talking about to the parents who send their child at 17 or 18 years old, as, as you yep. did, to, to that campus. And that's any campus, not just ours, but we're talking about mine now. I'm an alum. I've been a trustee for close to 15 years. I worked for that student newspaper, the Daily Northwestern, proudly. And I think they did a hell of a job, and I've told some of their reporters that in the last couple of days. Let me get to the tough part. Pat Fitzgerald has been the face of Northwestern football. He's been the most famous person in the athletic community we've ever had. Yep. In well over 150 years, Pat Fitzgerald, he raised the profile of the football team and the program to a point where now that he's been fired, other coaches are calling people like me saying, I want that job. That's not a bad job, even with all that's going on. But Frank, you're right about where we had to get. When I heard about this Friday, I mean, it, it killed me. It devastated me. I'm a season ticket holder. I, I'm a trustee, as I said. I go there, as you know, all the time to events. Pat Fitzgerald is somebody that I have gotten to know, but the school couldn't move past it. And it wasn't any longer about if he knew, he says he didn't, or when he might have known, when people say he must have. You get past that. This was not a tornado. This was a tidal wave. And opinion inside the university and outside of it bombarded us. And it became clear we could not move on with status quo. It never should have been a two-week suspension. Mike Schill yeah. is a new president. He's barely been inaugurated. He just got there. Yeah. I don't know that anybody can walk onto a campus and be perfectly prepared for something like this. But I first feel, first, for the kids affected, impacted by a hazing scandal, yep. fraternities and sororities have been banned from many a campus in the United That's States right. of America forever. So football teams can't have this. It's All right. I mean, he said a lot of things there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not quite sure exactly what the thesis is uh, well, I, on I, that whole thing. I, There's to, a lot. To but. me, it, well, one, he he avoided getting 
over the top. He avoided getting hyperbolic with, well, you got to shut the whole program down. You got a clean house. But, he, but he what showed he, an optimistic future about the program. But, you but know, what he did say was, this was the right move. It was not handled correctly. Like, would, I, like at the end of the day, those are the things that he said. It was a very diplomatic answer, oh. I would say. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was a critique of the president without critiquing the president. Kind of. Mm -hmm. It was it was a critique of Pat Fitzgerald, maybe without critiquing Pat Fitzgerald, and then basically saying, well, they had to do it because of public opinion. Yeah. Which I don't know. Like, if that's true, is that is that okay? Is that right? Well, that's you have to do it. If you have to do these things because of public opinion, and remember, that's what we were talking about. How it looks from the outside—that there was no new information over the weekend. That it was that the decision to go from a two-week suspension to a firing was based on seeing the public opinion. Once they knew some of the details, it still begs the question: If you, as Northwestern, as the president, as whomever, as Michael Wilbon, don't believe he should have been fired, but public opinion says that he should. When do you stick to your guns, and when do you bow down to what public opinion says? That's the question I have for him after that. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I have an answer myself. Right. Because I don't think it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but that's the question that I'm left with after that. And they are keeping all of the assistant coaches as well for this yeah, year. Which is interesting, too. Oh, and by the way, they did fire him for cause, and so that's why he's lawyering up. He wants the rest of that contract, $40-plus million. And... If I'm hearing it correctly, the rest of that forty-some million dollars on the contract, as well as damages from now this being his oh sure damaging his yeah reputation. he'll add he'll have the contract damages and then damages beyond that that he'll plead for if yes. if this comes to a loss. Northwestern Northwestern's got a billion got I'm seriously with a B billions of yes. dollars in in uh, an endowment. They'll settle this. This will not go to court. They have money. He none will, of us know. About. He will get this. Will get settled. Number one. The survey from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine is uh, talking about a thing called sleep divorce. It's meant to help you fall asleep and stay asleep when you and your partner sleep separately. <laughs> uh, without disruptions uh, such as snoring, stolen covers, early alarms, 43% of millennials engage in sleep divorce. And that's the highest number among the generations. 33% Gen X, 28% Gen Z, 22% baby boomers. Millennials are the highest. Are you surprised to hear that? I thought maybe I thought maybe boomers did A because some of the TV shows I watched, they might have watched the parents actually did that. Mm -hmm. Didn't the Brady's or one of the I can't remember, one of the shows Mark, they always showed in their bedroom and they had separate beds. Oh, a lot of them did. Yeah, a lot uh, of them. the Van Dyke, yeah. Yeah. No, the Waltons didn't. But I think but, this uh, is more separate rooms. I, I love Lucy and all of those. They were yeah. always separate twin So beds. I thought maybe... Bossman Steve says that's how he and his wife sleep. Yeah. I go to bed three hours before my wife. So I, I don't hear snoring because my count? hearing's that bad. Uh, I did that a lot. I did that a lot until we figured out how to fix my sleep apnea. And, then that, and so now we don't do that anymore. But had to for a while. It's interesting. So, Experts say the term sleep divorce seems harsh, but it actually means people but, are prioritizing sleep. Yeah, I don't... Like, no, this is it, is, is I it that bring, bad of a deal? I was going to say, I shouldn't... This is a bigger topic than this, but it doesn't seem like that bad of an idea to me. No, it doesn't. 
Like even especially if you could still somehow do it in the same room, mm-hmm. but just have separate beds, like the old TV shows. Mark, I think I think the noises are what makes the biggest. If difference. the noises are the issue, especially, that might be a problem. If we gotta have separate beds, can we can we stack them as bunk beds? More room for activities. <laughs> Is there any couple? Let's find the couples that sleep for bunk. Let's loft our beds. All right, so oh, and uh, Chris just handed me a note that we've got steady rain here at broadcast. Oh, the rain's back. Now maybe we can improve on that three hundredths of an inch at the airport. That'd be good. <laughs> Seven fifty six selling Kia today with Jack and Friends. That's your morning drive brought to you by Stonebridge Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on KLIN. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. I think we owe the uh Facebook friends, Facebook fans. There, uh, what chaps your hides being read? We didn't even get to that, so we'll uh, touch on a little bit more of that. Any more aftermath from the storms? We'll get you the latest on that. Apparently, got a little bit more rain happening now. Uh, plus, we'll talk to John Bishop. It's eight o'clock on KLIN Lincoln. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get twenty percent below MSRP for an average of fifteen thousand one seventy eight under MSRP on the purchase of a twenty twenty three Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland four by e or Summit four by e. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, welcome back, 810. I know it's kind of been a staple of, of Wednesdays, What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday, and given that we were... Uh, Still kind of in the midst of a weather situation when we had What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday. We left some of you on the uh, on the cutting room floor, and we didn't think you deserved that. And so we're going to have a little bit of a delayed finishing up the job for What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday today because we got to, uh, I believe, just one call and maybe two or three texts, and that was about it. We didn't even touch the Facebook page, and we had a bunch of texts that we didn't get to either. If you're an 8 o'clock listener typically, and you miss 710, well, this is a good time to tell you. We do this every Wednesday at 710. What is it? What chaps your hide Wednesday? Well, this is what it sounds like. You you contact us via text, via phone, via the Facebook page, and you tell us what it is that's chapping your hide. What does that mean? Uh, that little thing that bugs you, but you don't really tell anyone. You kind of just think about and it bounces around your head internally, and it happens repeatedly, and you continue to think about it, and it kind of just annoys you. And we've found that it's a bit therapeutic to get it out, number one, and number two, find that you've got a lot of people who are in the same situation as you with things that chap your hide. And a lot of times, you don't want to do that because it seems whiny, because it seems too little, right? It seems like those sorts of things. We still believe 
It's a good thing to do. It's a good practice, and it makes us all happy, less stressed, more productive people. So it's a community service we provide here on LNK Today with Jack and Friends. So without any further ado, let's get to it. Let's uh, let's go to the text line first, because we got a few of them on there that we did not get to. We always appreciate our texters. Um, let's see. One T. Mateo. This goes back to our conversation earlier. We were discussing email chaps, things that chap your eye about email. And I said, <laughs> I hated it when I accidentally switched my email into conversation mode. I didn't even know what it was called outside of the normal timeline mode. And I was so, it felt like I was in a different world. Uh, one T. Mateo says, people who can't figure out conversation mode, chap my eye. Grouping emails together with the same subject is a game changer, you putzes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe. Still, I click on an email, and it's all, you know, the latest email on a string, or I search for it, and it's all, it's all right there, too. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I just, I'm pretty set in my ways when it comes to email. I've been, I've been doing it the same way, chronologically, since, you know, 1996. So, I'm going to have a hard time switching that up right now. Uh, number one, Debbie, uh, she texts in, what chaps my hide? I can't get my face to quit bleeding from the Adirondack chair that hit me during the storm. Jeez. Oh, no. She was, she was going to call us during the storm, and then we lost her, and so hopefully she's okay after that. Um, be careful out there. All right, to the uh, face. Well, I, I can summarize one of them that, that Ben texted in. <laughs> okay. I'm going to summarize <laughs> oh, it. Oh, okay. Because he even puts on there, probably not appropriate. So I'm, I'm going to summarize here. When you schedule a date night and the babysitter has to cancel. Okay. All right. Got it. Got it. That's Chapin Benside. Got it. Um, uh, Quinn wrote in and said, what grinds my gears is I love storms, but Milford always gets by." Bypassed. Bypassed is what he was going <laughs> He was going to say, he said bypasted, which sounds like they really get it. Bypassed for some reason. I do hope these, uh, those in the path are okay though. Yeah, that's what I said. That eastern or that western kind of side of the path. I know they ended up having a thunderstorm warning that included Milford and, and going down south, some of those. Other, and I saw it. I was like, eh. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to get anything. And he took a picture of the sky, and he could see the storm in the distance. I assume that's probably looking to the east, but did not uh, did not get him. Well, don't worry, Quinn. It wasn't that great. <laughs> you didn't miss all that much because if it was rain that you were wanting, there wasn't a ton of that. And <laughs> is, is there anybody who was like, well, is it, I mean, we've heard we need the rain. Have you ever heard anyone say we need the 80-mile-an-hour wind? We we needed that wind uh, today. Uh, outside of windmill owners and sailboat drivers? Discus throwers from time to time. Oh, discus throwers as well? <laughs> Depending on the wind. Okay. Very, <laughs> very infrequently do you hear someone say, we need the 80-mile-an-hour wind. All right. Steven says, people trying to turn left from 70th to Adams with construction and no turn lanes. Find another route. We can't go north-south on a good day in this town. I can't remember if I've driven through that yet or not, but what I think he's explaining is that you basically have two two ways of traffic, right? Mm-hmm. One going south, one going north. And if you're making a left turn, everyone who wants to go uh, one direction has got to wait for you to be able to make that turn. But, of course, since there's construction there, there's a straight line of cars 
going the other direction, especially at busy times. And so you're holding up everyone until it probably gets to a yellow light, and then you can make the turn. Yeah, that's why turning lanes are very important. That's why we have turning lanes, as a matter of fact. Joe is mourning the departure of his favorite baristas. Oh, no. Just departure from their job, I think. That's, that's... I mean, He says, uh, going to scooters on 14th and Old Cheney and missing some of the best baristas of all time. Caitlin and Maddie, you will be missed. You are missed. Joe said, the baristas that are there are great in their own way, too. I've never had that that person. I'm kind of jealous of Joe. I have not had that that barista relationship. Yeah, human barista relationship. You don't. Yes, you do. And his name is Mark Vale. Because when Mark is I, on vacation, uh, you are chapped uh, about the coffee situation in this building. You do have and that just exact to thing. make me sound like a bit less of a diva. <laughs> I do, I, I, I do try to make the coffee, and we just have a we just have a regular like coffee pot. It's not an industrial one or anything. Every time I do it, something goes wrong. It either makes a mess i've the the people people know who work in this radio station the other morning shows know that i get back there and there's a there's coffee all over the ground we've got to mop (laughs) the entire thing that's happened more than once uh or the other thing is i do it i i make it and i don't know i know it's not a like a complex recipe or process i don't know what i do i make this stuff and it tastes like hair it is always (laughs) It is so bad every time I make it. And so when Mark, yes, Mark comes, he is very, he gets here very early and Mark appreciation time. He gets here very early and not only provides you great content on the radio starting that he's worked on since very early in the morning, but he also takes time to brew coffee for everyone in the building in the morning who cares to drink it, which includes myself. And so. Yes, Mark is my Caitlin and Maddie, if you will. <laughs> I'm trying to think what, like, do you have, are there any businesses you go to where you do have that kind of a relationship with, uh, with someone who works there? Like, my you know barber. them by name. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the first one I thought of Absolutely, as a person barber. who cuts your hair, mm-hmm. where you have, where they, where they say things like, you know, how are your kids or that kind of thing, right? Probably your is barber, it- your mechanic. If you have a, no. if, if you have a specific store, like if you have a specific place that you go to, a specific shop. Yeah, I mean, I go to the dealer, but no, I don't have that. I don't have that relationship with my mechanic. Um, you wouldn't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, I get a different person every time I go there. I don't. Uh, the I don't, I don't. And I'm usually in a terrible mood when I'm going there too. For the Float most part, from a fluid. For the East most Lincoln. part. Obviously, like medical people, sort of maybe like doctors and dentists and those sorts of things. I mean, if if you bit. if you've got a, a baby about to be delivered and it's always that you see it in movies, all but that's the doctor that's supposed to be the one delivering it. Who's this other person here? What? The, the, the 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 doctor who's supposed to deliver a baby. Oh yeah, yeah. They you kind of they build a relationship over yes. months. Well, yeah, yeah. Of course, somebody. Yeah, there's just the type of the what the best way I can think of saying it is: How many places do you have where you're a, in a 
a professional or retail or commercial relationship with someone else where they would say, how are your kids? Or how was your vacation? Mm -hmm. Or something like that. I don't think I have very If you have a specific butcher you like. (laughs) Are you serious? I'm from a small town. A a butcher? I don't even, I don't have a butcher. I mean, mean, I've eaten meat that's been cut, but I don't know. I've used butcher services, obviously. Just trying to name stuff for you. I'm trying to trying to help you out. Not baristas, not. I do have. Okay, I will say this. There is one. Uh, this sounds worse than it is, but there is one bartender that has worked at a place that my wife and I like to frequent very frequently. Um, the, the not that, not no that we like to frequent occasionally. You like and to frequent? I did frequently. If we ever have a day night, we go there. She's worked there forever. I've met her through through some other professional endeavors. Mm-hmm. And so there's one place okay. that I've got. But nowhere else, it's not like Cheers for me, where everybody knows my name. I don't think. I mean, I've, I've got, when I was in college, I knew a bunch of people who were working at different restaurants. That was always cool. Yeah. Going, I, going to old Chicago and it's dollar slice night and you're just like, hey. Hook or, me up. Or are there the employees, you go places so often, this would be the grocery store for me, you don't know them, but you've seen them a million but, times. But, like, you don't know them, but you know each other. Like, right. You, you've you, all seen each other you, enough. Right, but you, I mean, they may have a name tag, so you may know their name, but that's it. But you've seen, isn't that weird? Like, you've seen, and the biggest thing is the grocery store for me. Like, there are people there that I've seen... Once a week for fifteen years, basically. All of at my least. Da- all of my daughter's daycare teachers. Like, am I a bad person for not having developed a relationship with them? You should work on. That. Well, you know, but you, your daughter's daycare teacher. You, I mean, you have a relationship with them, though. Obviously, Ish. I really? walk. I walk in, and they're like, "Millie, your dad's here." I'm like, "Cool, good to see you guys." Like, I don't, I, I don't know any of their names. Really. I knew her the the baby room names, Emma and Cassie. But since she's moved up rooms, I have no idea who people are. So when I walk in, I'm like, I hope you guys don't think I'm a random guy walking in here. I don't know who you are. Okay. Um. Oh, and then Phil said that baristas might have moved to the new ones at the Van Dorn Triangle of Ninth and Tenth by the Ooh. Auto Parts store. Which, by the way, that is, I believe, that is the, if I remember correctly, what in the Sam Hill do we need another coffee house <laughs> yeah. for? Coffee shop for that's the one that that uh, brought about that great city council testimony. Joy just said, uh, "What chapter hide people?" Okay, people. Andrew's got a good one. Andrew walking up to a news of a waking up, I should say, to a news of seventy-seven degree morning, thinking I can ride my motorcycle to work, and then hearing, "Now let me tell you about this storm." We got on as soon as we got on. We talked about it, Andrew. You gotta, you, you gotta make sure don't leave your house till you at least hear us say something at six a.m. <laughs> oh, by the way, I got to do Tom's real quick because I complain about the same thing. He's in Iowa City, this, but I do this too. The absurd use of stop signs. The only intersections without them have stop lights. Then there's stupid speed limits. Don't get me wrong; all of Iowa's speed limits are frustrating, but Iowa City speed limits are horrible. Forty-five miles an hour here, thirty miles an hour there. Pulling into town, four-lane divided road with no intersections. Twenty-five miles, figure it out. Exactly. The amount of four-way stops in Des Moines is—it's just insane. Figure it out, the, Iowa. Their stop signs—they have some of the most ridiculous stop sign situations. Tom, you are spot on. 
I've spent a lot of time there, too. All right, it's 824. We'll take a break. You are listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Stay informed. Stay connected. What America does not want is another repeat of 2020 where we have Joe Biden and Donald Trump running against each other. 1499.3 KLIN. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. He's been talking Huskers on the Nebraska Airwaves for nearly three decades. It's Old Timers Day on the radio dial with former KLIN morning show sidekick, John Bishop. All right, welcome back. LNK Today with Jack and Friends, 837. Let's get a little brighter out there right now. Got a bit more rain here in Midtown Lincoln, but still nothing super significant in terms of uh, rainfall. Uh, John, did uh, anything blow away at your house, or did you have it all tightly secured and fastened down prior to the storm? I mean, I didn't change a thing, so okay. I don't know. Um, all right, good. I'm looking well, go, outside go right now. Go look. And I had like 60-mile-an-hour winds come through here. So Yeah. Uh, now, I was still laying in bed. You know, those of us who don't have to do a morning show can do that at 6 a.m. Thank you. Yes. Um, it, I don't know. I thought the storm that rolled through on July 4th had as much wind as this one did, at least where I was. Um, you know, but looks like everything's fine here. Good. Did, we didn't. We didn't get a lot of rain. I think a lot of it fell sideways so probably didn't collect in the rain gauge whatever we're getting right now is a lot more than what we had this morning so yeah, yeah. airport said three hundredths of an inch so not a lot not a lot with that storm it was mainly a no. windstorm so so good um well boy so much for your uh you know your your so slow summer of sports news as a sports talk radio host i guess um, <laughs> man this is normally the time when you're starting to you're a little too early for really getting into the preseason football stuff but the college world series is over too um but then this pat fitzgerald thing comes up and i know you've been talking about it all week we've been talking about it here a lot this week um I don't. I don't even know quite where to start because we've we've talked about it so much. But I, I guess my first question, and we can get into some of the uh, some of the other stuff as well. But man, where do you think this now this decision for for right or for wrong the decision was made? But how impactful? How much is this going to set that Northwestern program back? I mean, is it? I don't know who. I don't know what they're going to do going forward this year. I assume they'll have an interim. That's a that's a coordinator. Then they'll mm-hmm. try and hire someone the next year. But given how how Northwestern was Fitzgerald, really, in a lot of ways, more so than that happens at other schools, what do you think this really is going to mean the impact's going to be going forward? Oh, I think it's going to be massive because 
you're you're right. You've lost the identity of your athletic department. He he was, and, and I've heard Northwestern people say this. You know, he was the most important figure in Northwestern athletics history, um, because of everything he did, both as a player, what he symbolized as a player, and, and of course what he's done as a coach. And then for it to end in this way, and and I'm not convinced that you know Northwestern wasn't already tracking in a dangerous direction not just on the field with the record but with the landscape of the sport changing almost by the day uh, and you know the business of college football becoming more pronounced schools like a northwestern or a vanderbilt or a stanford you know those schools who seem to want to live in both ponds right the pond of you know academic excellence and the pond of college sports is big business. And, you know, those, those schools, the Northwesterns were fully in the academic side, but would, you know, dip their toes in the other waters. Um, maybe more so, you know, m- more putting an entire leg in, you know, with some of the stuff that they've done recently with their football facility, what they had planned to do with their stadium and, and the like. But I think there exists this you know, this um, battle for the soul, if you will, for the school um, that is, you know, because I found some of the reaction rather interesting from some of the Northwestern players. I read the tweet yesterday, and I can't remember the gentleman's name right off the top of my head, but um, played linebacker at Northwestern, was in the NFL for a, for a cup of coffee. And, you know, it was kind of one of those, well, Northwestern, you know, student journalist, you got your pound of flesh. Which always, which kind of symbolizes to me that there's been this undercurrent of, do we really want to be like Ohio State? Do we really want to be like Wisconsin? Do we really, really want to be like Nebraska? Um, and now that you've got an opening and the most important figure in the history of your athletic department is gone under very, uh, inauspicious circumstances, I think that door now is wide open for that conversation to be had and is northwestern really want to be a part of all of this the big 10 is going to be a very different league next year yes they've added teams before but dare i say this is the most radical change yet because you're adding teams from a former partner league (laughs) you stole two teams away from the league that you partnered with for 70 years on the rose bowl Mm -hmm. uh they're west coast schools you are now a national conference whether you like it or not and does Northwestern want to be a part of all that? So I, I think there's, I think there's a lot going on here, uh, that is going to play out over time. And probably the, the timeline has been accelerated because of the events of the last few days. I, yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, you could throw in so many things and you said most of this, but obviously whatever impact this is going to have on this year's roster and not even to mention that you're going to have someone, um, I don't think either of these coordinators, if if they go with one of them, has uh, head coaching experience. I don't know how solid they are. I don't know anything about that. So that's just in in year one. Um, then obviously, as you alluded to, just the the academic, the recruiting situation, and that uphill battle as it is. And then 
you know, I don't even know. It, it, we're still relatively early in in the whole NIL thing and and the power, the arms race in, in NIL. And I don't know how Northwestern's going to, man, if that relies on donors, if that yep. relies on those sorts of things. I don't know how they're going to come out on that. Now, I know they've got a lot of money behind them as a university, but that's not necessarily the same thing. Yeah, it's uh, not earmarked necessarily for right, athletics. Right, 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 exactly. I mean, and and that's, by the way, why I think they'll probably settle out of court with uh, Pat Fitzgerald here fairly soon. They're sitting yeah. on a billion-dollar endowment. But, um, but yeah, that's I, I agree with. I mean, I could see them. John and it's all going to it's all going to depend on who that that coach is and and who they who they get to do that and if they can really cast a vision there but I could see them being just buried for a matter of years. I mean I well, really could. Yeah, the the thing about Fitzgerald and why it worked so well is he got it. You know, he grew up in it, he lived it. Um he understood it. Um, I think he embraced the challenges that Northwestern gives you as a as a football coach, as well as anyone could because of everything that he understood. And we talk about culture fit all the time, um, you know, and, you know, we can look right now at what Matt Rule is doing to better understand the situation he's walked into. Right. Um, and every school is different. Well, Northwestern is very different. And. You know, whatever, whoever walks in, the next coach that walks in automatically walks in with one hand tied behind his back. Right. Because Northwestern's not just going to go out and get, you know, any player that they want. They will, they will follow their academic guidelines and they will be, you know, if they're not good enough to get into this school as a regular student, they're not going to be good enough to get onto this football team. Right. And so that's already a disadvantage. And then you mentioned, you know, the NIL stuff and where does that come from? Uh, not to mention that you also have a mess now to clean up because there's, you know, a public relations nightmare going on. And by the way, who knows who's going to be doing the hiring? I'm still surprised, uh, you know, I can't imagine that the president, or, and or the athletic director are going to survive this based on the way this has been handled. Um, oh and, and there's probably going to be, you know, some leadership changes beyond just Pat Fitzgerald. If there's not, uh, there's going to be a lot of questions asked because uh, it's almost as if Northwestern took the crisis management handbook and decided to do everything in the opposite direction when it came to everything that came with this. Um, and, 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 and so someone's, someone's going to suffer for that. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there, there's a lot here, um, you know, that the next coach, the next, you know, leader of that football program is going to face and Northwestern was already trending in a direction where they weren't particularly good the last two years anyway. And we're probably staring down the barrel of another one or two win season this year. And remember, the the portal window is now open. Anytime a coach gets let go, the portal opens for 30 days. And anybody on that roster right now has the next 30 days to transfer if they want. And, oh, look, it's July 12th. Um, You know, next semesters are going to be starting in a month or five weeks at a lot of these other schools. So if players are going to be diving out, this is the time to do it. And so, you know, you're going to be having to rebuild a roster this year. I see they've lost, you know, a a handful of commits already for next year's class. It's uh, 
every this is if there was ever a perfect storm of how to watch a football program get dismantled, uh, you're you're seeing the yeah. beginning throes of it right now. Yeah. By the way, you talked about the president coming back or maybe not. I didn't even realize this till I heard Michael Wilbon talking about it last night. But he's only been he's been on the job for less than a year. He came here last fall. Right at, here, yeah. came to Northwestern last fall from Oregon. Um, yeah, so uh, this was. Uh, Is that kind of like a uh, certain commissioner getting to the Big Ten and then sports stopping across? Yeah, the world? yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. So I don't know how that'll be viewed in this in in this whole thing either. But yeah, and, and then the question comes up the way you described it, and, and yeah, I don't think. I don't think it's hyperbole, some of the things that you're saying. I mean, it's not the death penalty, but in some ways it feels like it is for a while. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is there, is there still some allure to being in the Big Ten that makes this job sellable? Is there some allure to, um, you know, the salary? Or maybe is there some allure to somebody who's got connections to the program anyway? And there can be. But, but again, you know, it's... Let's not pretend that just because you're in the Big Ten makes it a more attractive job than a lot of other places. You know, we've seen coaches leave what we thought were pretty plum situations for other jobs. I look at Jimbo Fisher, you know, Florida State football school. Um, you know, he 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 saw a better opportunity because, you know, he didn't like the kind of support he was getting at the at the administrative level. If 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 you've got a battle going on at Northwestern over what is it we want to be, is that something you as a new football coach want to walk into? Um, you know, with Fitzgerald, again, he had a lot of pull there. He had a lot of influence there. He was the face of their athletic department. That's gone. And we talk all the time about how it, how difficult it is to replace legends or people like that. I mean, I think I, I, you can make the argument that, Fitzgerald meant as much, if not more, to Northwestern sports as most of the other coaches in the country mean to their programs. You know, Alabama has always been a great football program. Nick Saban may be the best of all time, but he doesn't necessarily embody that program like Fitzgerald embodied Northwestern. Mm -hmm. Because again, there's just, there's a, there's a certain culture and a mindset that exists there that he got that not just anybody walking in off the street, no matter what their resume is. And so, you know, you got to find somebody who's really willing to embrace that challenge and understand that challenge and understand you're not going to win every battle. You, you had, you had six administer six uh, faculty members yesterday at Northwestern petition the administration. Hey, uh, this plan to rebuild our football stadium, we need to put that on hold until we get to the bottom of this. Right. That's the that's the mindset right now. That's the attitude is, okay, time out on athletics. We got to fix this first because we don't want to lose our identity and, you know, I I have no idea where that, that's going to go, but that's that's the inner struggle that's happening on that campus. Nebraska makes no bones about it. They talk about it all the time from the president to the chancellor on down. Athletics is the front porch to our university, and they're not ashamed of that. And by the way, I'm not making value judgments here. I'm just, you know, explaining what the mindset is. So you don't have that problem at Nebraska. But at Northwestern, they still believe our education, our top 10 education, our, you know, our, our legacy of, of 
turning out the next leaders for another. That's our, that's our front porch. Athletics is just something we do on the side. Yes, we happen to make a lot of money in it because, you know, we're affiliated with the right group of people, but you know, it, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a little reluctant. And, mm-hmm. and and now you're starting to see the fissures open up a little bit, and, and, and we'll see where it goes. Getting back to just the football, the immediate football stuff, they, it sounds like that their defensive coordinator, David Braun, is going to direct the program while interim coach has decided it's not even decided. Do you think there's any shot that they try and bring someone in as a, from the outside as a one-year interim coach? Like somebody like David Shaw just, just step down. I don't know what he's doing now. Gary um, Barnett's not doing anything. Barnett, I mean. They can bring him back. For Bronco, Bronco Mendenhall, who was bantied <laughs> about for the Nebraska head coach. Uh, the Navy guy, Ken Neo Mato, uh, Matalolo. Neo Matalolo, yeah. yeah he, I, you know, I, I mean, they could, but at this late stage in the game, I think it's, it's, I, I don't, I don't know. That, that would be, that would be an interesting move. It would, again, it would have to be the right person who, you know, would be willing to accept that kind of an, an assignment. Um, and cause, cause again, you're inheriting a tough situation. Right. It was going to be, even if they didn't lose player one, it was going to be a very, very, very tough situation. Now you don't even know what your roster is going to be like. Cause there's still, you know, four weeks of transfer right. portal where these kids could just up and walk on you. And then all of a sudden you're trying to, and, and it's not like, you know, it, Northwestern. Oh, let's get some walk-ons. Oh, no, no, no. no. Right. Most it, that it doesn't necessarily work that way. Just the worst yeah. possible. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, it couldn't be timed out any worse. So I, that's it, it's it's a good question. I think they're going to try to muddle through with with what they have. And and by the way, you know, as Pat Fitzgerald takes the fall for all of this, you wonder. Well, wait a minute. The the assistant coaches are in that same locker room, and all of these things were taking place. Yeah, how come they? How come they're still keeping That's their job? Good question. I saw, I saw that you know bantied about last night on social media. So, um, you know, even the guys that stay behind are going to have questions asked about them. Yeah. No, that's uh, that is an interesting thing altogether. Like they, if if the reason which the stated reason they they fired Fitzgerald is he that even if he didn't know he should have known about this whole thing. Is that not true? Is that just not true of <laughs> of the the assistant coaches too? So that's a good one. Uh, the 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 names that are being thrown out there, by the way, for people who are wondering, um, you know, to eventually permanently replace uh, Fitzgerald, Willie Fritz at Tulane. They're kind of a strenuous academic um, uh, institution too. So that's there. Uh, Derek Mason was at Vanderbilt. So that's, that's been mentioned. Chris Creighton's name keeps coming up a lot. No relation. Uh, but he was at Eastern Michigan for mm-hmm. a long time. So one list that had Matt Campbell on it, just that he would want to get into the big 10 that bad. Um, and then the, the, the other one, maybe the interesting one is, um, Mike Kafka. And you might remember that name because he was a Northwestern quarterback for a while. Um, but he's been kind of a hot, hot NFL assistant coach right now. He may be in line for an NFL head coach, but then at least you got somebody connected to the program and maybe that's important now for them. Right. But again, we don't know who the, who's going to be doing the hiring. You know, that's a good point. I think, I, I think there's still, there's still stuff that has to be cleaned up on the away. administrative side. Yeah. So, um, who knows where it ends up from here, but, uh, let's just put it this way. If you had a futures bet on Northwestern to uh, win Ooh. the Western division, um, 
you might want to just go ahead and throw that ticket away. Yikes. I don't think you have to worry about it. But. All right. Uh, thanks for talking, uh, John. Appreciate it. We'll be listening this afternoon. We'll talk to you next week. All right. All right. We'll see you. There we go. John Bishop. He is the co host of 1620 The Zones, Unsportsmanlike Conduct, our sister station on NRG in Omaha. It's 855. We'll take a break. Back after this on KLIN. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, 75 degrees in the capital city. That is it for the show today. Thank you to all of you for being a part of it. Thanks to John Bishop for joining us. Thanks to Officer Chad for joining us. Tomorrow is a Ticket Thursday, and that means we've got tickets to... Two tickets to Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Alice Cooper at Charles Schwab Field, the Chuck, August 13th. Those are going to be hot tickets. I'll tell you right now. Those are going to be some hot tickets. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, That's a Alice good sh- Cooper. Motley, wow. I wouldn't be as excited about Alice Cooper. Some people may, but Motley Crue and Def Leppard together at the top of the bill is yeah. pretty solid. Pretty solid. So we'll be playing one of our games at 710 for that. Um, and then we'll also have the Grow Lincoln team tomorrow at 810 as well. Friday then will be a request line Friday because we've been theme heavy over the last month we are going to leave it open for you give you a little freedom so no theme on request line friday whatever you are in the mood to hear this friday so if you know what that is right now text it in right now 402-479-1400 pick a song as long as we can play it on the radio whatever you're feeling whatever you're in the mood for text that in and we will get it on the list and get your song played to get you ready for the weekend two days from right now Hey, have a good one, everybody. We will see you tomorrow. It's 9 o'clock. KLI and Lincoln.